0: Welcome to the Empire of Assets Best Life podcast. We are joined today by the beautiful Ifia, Manifestation and Mindset Coach. She is a certified NLP practitioner and the host of the Manifest Edit podcast. Through her coaching, Ifia is on a mission to help ambitious women stop playing small and confidently manifest their desires so that they can live an extraordinary life. She believes in teaching manifestation from a grounded and inclusive perspective that combines spirituality, strategy, and science. So, welcome to you, Ifia. Hi, thank you for having me. And I am so excited to have Ifia here today because she is, also a, she is also a Scottish girl like me. So it's so nice to connect with you. But Ifia is actually based in Australia at the moment. So tell us a bit about where you live and what, what prompted your move over there, Ifia.
1: So I'm in Melbourne, Australia, and funnily enough, when I was leaving Scotland to go to Australia, I was like, yeah, it's going to be so warm, it's going to be amazing. I didn't realise that Melbourne actually has like a real winter, it gets cold here. So Uh I moved from cold Scotland to warmish Scotland (laughs) overseas. But yeah, I just finished my master's degree. I fancied a change. I was like, I'll go to Australia for a year, kind of figure out what I want to do next. A year turned into five years,
0: and here we are. Oh, wow no i think it's just such a lovely place as it's such a a beautiful country what do you think are the main differences before we're going a bit off topic if you about what are the main differences between living in scotland and living in australia well the weather but i would
1: say culturally the people are quite different as well and i think particularly for the UK like a little bit less for Scotland but people are a lot more easygoing here I think people are more easygoing in Scotland than England but just as a whole there's definitely a very relaxed laid back vibe and just so many different things to do and I guess I would compare it to a much bigger Glasgow it's kind of similar to Glasgow I would say Melbourne is similar to Glasgow but all over Australia, obviously there's like beautiful beaches and things, but where I live in Melbourne is a city, I'm a bit of a city girl, um, so yeah, it's just a different, it's different energy, it's, it's, it's hard to put it into words, but I would say I just notice that the people are more easygoing.
0: Yeah, I have noticed that actually, but um, that's a really good thing, so you're obviously in the place that um, you're meant to be at this point in time. So um, tell us a little bit about your business, Ifia. Um, who do you serve, what's your mission?
1: So I primarily serve ambitious women who have been playing small and really want to step into that next level vision of their life, but just need some help in being able to confidently manifest that and also kind of having that internal sense of permission like yeah i want to live an extraordinary life and it's okay to want that i deserve that i'm worthy of that and i'm going to make it happen so it's really mindset work manifestation work but all of both of those things are of the mind of the body and of the soul as well and it's about putting all of these things together to really give people a complete picture of themselves and i always like to say that manifestation work is really around self-awareness and coming to learn more about yourself, how you operate in the world, what your desires are. And for me, manifestation is not about thinking only positive thoughts all the time or feeling bad if you have an inadvertent commas negative emotion come up. I don't believe in good and bad emotions. I just believe in emotions. I believe in feelings and I feel like we should honor all of them. And for me the most important things are self-awareness, responsibility, but also compassion in that process as well.
0: what you're saying is just so important and totally like the message is always about oh you know stay positive and things and it's that's that's almost a way to to burn out at some point and you know to bringing up emotions that are just going to explode I think exactly what you're saying you know I believe that emotions are here to guide us rather than be judged. I think that your emotions are very strongly linked to your core and your purpose. And if you're able to use your emotions to enlighten you and what the next steps to take are, then you're going to be a very, um, you're going to be a very, you know, enlightened person, you're going to manage really well in life, because you, you're just using your inner guidance to guide you really into where you're supposed to be so I think emotions are really really important I'm glad that you brought that up if you have so um how did you get into business originally and why manifestation and mindset coaching specifically?
1: So when I originally got into business it was around my degrees which were in marketing so I initially started a digital marketing agency a couple of years ago and I had hired a coach to help me set up a business and at that time I didn't know what kind of business I wanted to have. And actually spiritual coaching was kind of on my radar, but I had that kind of imposter syndrome around showing up as a spiritual coach. And also maybe a bit of, I feel like when you're in a spiritual and you're like, oh no, all my friends and family are gonna see this and what are they gonna think? So I still had a bit of that a few years ago. So I was like, oh, I'll put this to the side and I'll do what will, outwardly look good this seems legit to so say I have a digital marketing agency that will sound really good let's just go with that and I'm, I'm really skilled in what I do and I know how to do that but actually pretty soon into the business I began to realize it wasn't for me because number one I was feeling burnt out number two it was very challenging to get clients and I felt like I was really having to like force myself and showing up online. it didn't feel very authentic to me and also the way I was showing up online, I felt like I had Prescribed in my mind, like this is what a business person looks like. This is how you have to show up. It wasn't really in alignment with the way that I felt business should be is like, well, I'm just bringing these nine to five principles to my own business. So what's the point? So I was still doing that, even though I felt a bit disconnected from it until at the beginning of last year, actually. When I was working with another spiritual coach and I had hired her to help me set goals in my business to achieve them. But every session I would show up to, I would just be really distraught and I would be really stressed, really tired. And it just got to the point where she was like, Fia, do you actually want to do this? Not the coaching, but my business. (laughs) And I was like, no, I don't want to do it anymore. Um, And she's like, okay, like, how would it feel if you just decided to not show up for the next couple of weeks, see how that felt? And if you want to go back after that couple of weeks, amazing, and if you don't, you don't. And then I just never went back after that couple of weeks. And I didn't really know what I was going to do next. I was just like, let's just take a breather from that. And at the time, I was also travel blogging. And I just bought out my solo travel ebook. This was the end of February, so life was looking good. I'm thinking about all the possibilities we have to travel the world, and then a couple of weeks later, it's like COVID, and I'm just like, yeah, this will blow over. I even, I even was ordering bikinis at the time all this was happening, thinking, yeah, it'll pass over in a couple of weeks, and I'll be going on my trip to South America. She did not go on her trip to South America. So what happened was then I was like, okay. I'm still talking about travel online but what I realized was that when I was like thinking about my life in kind of like a pie chart perspective I was like okay I have been told to niche down and I've niched down to the travel space and this is what I'm talking about online but this is not actually the biggest piece of the pie in my life like the biggest part is mindset and manifestation this has made so much difference in my life but I'm not really sharing as much of it because it doesn't fit into this like travel niche so i decided to start talking more about mindset and manifestation and i didn't really know at that point that i was going to become coaching i did also on the side have a facebook group that was around mindset and manifestation for bloggers and i was like okay what if i just opened that up and allowed like all women to come into this group and just started talking about it more there and what i had kind of gleaned from being in the solo travel space was that women would come to me and they would ask about how I get all these travel opportunities how I was confident enough to travel solo and I was like these are all things around mindset and manifestation anyway and now that people aren't traveling as much, they still need that work it just needs to be in a different format and so it evolved from just sharing content on that to okay I'm gonna step up and teach and lead in this
0: And like the strategies and techniques that you're probably going to be sharing within your private group and things, they're going to be so relevant for everyone because we all need to be on our A-game with regards to what's happened with the pandemic. So it's so, so important that, you know, mindset and manifestation tools, these are tools that are versatile and that are applicable to everyone in every area of your life. And when it's so funny, because I am a very, very, You know, one of my main things in life is, for me, goals and achieving those goals are so strongly linked to manifestation. But people see manifestation often as like this woo-woo topic that's like, you know, totally out there and crazy and just in a dream world. But to me, it's totally not true. It's very strongly linked. I have always, before I even had a knowledge of what manifestation and you know visualization was, I had no concept of that as maybe somebody aged 17, 18. And I literally shaped my life constantly using these concepts. I would visualize what, did, what was the outcome that I wanted? What did I have to do to get there? And um, so for me, it doesn't come from that kind of, ethereal perspective but I think that so many people they kind of dismiss it without actually realizing the power that that they actually have within them do you ever encounter people who they just don't agree with it all and they're like oh that's that's just rubbish you know yeah
1: absolutely I had um just the other day in a Facebook community I was like yay we're almost halfway through the year let's everyone manifesting had loads of people sharing things we're all celebrating each other and then this one person is like manifesting or you mean that lie that was sold to people in the 80s like snake oil what i believe in is taking action i was like well actually taking action is a huge part of manifestation so (laughs) yeah there are always going to be people who have different beliefs and that you know whatever you want to call it that's that's fine for you and similarly i'd like to use the word the universe i know some people will use god or source or will have other words for it and i think the terms you don't use don't really matter what matters is the intent behind it and what matters is that you're doing something that feels good for you so it doesn't really bother me that people don't like necessarily agree or some people think that it's like made up bs like that's that's not affecting my life my life's still (laughs) still great so if it makes you feel good like saying those things and sharing it in that way then you know keep doing you but typically i think it's when you're hiding a little bit from your own truth and you're kind of scared about the power, the potential, but if you really decided to bet on yourself, what would actually happen?
0: Such a powerful statement. Like if you decided to bet on yourself and actually tap into your your own power that you have within you, you're totally right. That's scary. And I think that that holds a lot of people back. It's like, well, what if I actually do have this power well, I'm going to have to become a completely different person. I think that that scares a lot of people, definitely. Um, Now, I was really, I was listening to, I came across your account and I was listening to one of your Instagram lives a couple of weeks ago, and that's why we got in contact, because I loved what you were talking about and I just it really aligned with me and what I believe in but you were speaking about how you were in business originally and you were talking about you know when you were growing up so obviously in Scotland I'm assuming um and you were saying that there was just a lack of diversity and role models that you could relate to and that's something that I really want to talk about in this podcast because I am really passionate that we all have. Yeah, we all may look different. We may, you know, appear different, um, even just visually, yeah, but we may even project a totally different um, perspective of ourselves to other people than what's truly within ourselves. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that, you know, we're all different, but we all have such powerful energy within us and if we can just tap into that and share that and just be ourselves in the world I believe the world would be such so much of a better place so can you just tell us a little bit more about your experience going up and how you felt and you know the, the lack of people around you that you could really relate to
1: yeah so that's something like I even experience like a little bit to this day and I think for me there's always been um interesting establishing my identity as someone who is has Nigerian parents was adopted by a Ghanaian Scottish parent who gave me a Ghanaian name but also born in England growing up in Scotland moving to Australia being surrounded at school by people who are like okay you sound Scottish but why don't you look like us and even coming here and people from Australia believing like when I say I'm from Scotland like a lot of the time i will get like no like people don't really understand how it can happen and they'll like some I've even had people call me a liar before mostly drunk men at bars however you know it's still like it's still challenging to hear so always growing up there was like oh where do I fit in where do I find my place and like who do I say I am like what identity do I most identify with and I think something that's so beautiful about the online space is you can see all of these communities online you can say this is the one that feels good for me this is the one where I fit in and I think particularly when it comes to the online coaching space and particularly in the spiritual space that often the people who have the loudest voices or who have the most coverage can all look a certain way. I noticed, especially when it came to books, I read a lot of books last year, didn't have much to do with my time, so I read 52 books last year and the primary ones I was getting recommended were by like old white dudes and fair enough, some of them were like really important and powerful and impactful lessons but i do think it's time to shake things up and also i even asked all, all the drama's going down in facebook community so i was like hey who are your favorite black authors who have like personal development books spiritual books and people got really offended by i asked that question they're like no all authors are good you shouldn't just pick someone because they're a person of color and what i had found from being in the travel space is that a lot of women would message me, yes, ask like how I had the confidence to travel solo and how I'd have these opportunities, but a lot of the time it would be like, is it safe for me or what was your experience like as a black woman like how did you experience this and. It's not different from industry to industry people still wonder am I invited to the space is there a place for me like am I okay at the table like am I going to feel welcome here, and I think it's really important that in the work that I do that is welcoming to a range of different people from yes like black indigenous people of color asian middle eastern but also like queer people or also like people with mental illness and disabilities and i think that we all have so much work to do in being more inclusive and i'm certainly not perfect myself but i'm also always trying to do a little bit more than i did yesterday
0: yeah and a conversation that always comes up is like almost like it's a generational thing sometimes as well that's passed down the line so um I know that you know back maybe in the 50s and 60s in the UK and things it looked a lot different you know there were a, there was a lot less diversity let's put it that way and so people have grown up just used to seeing a certain almost like type of people and or a certain you know status of people and so anything new to that can be quite like yeah, it's really liberating for many people as well. But for some people, it's like, oh, and then also some people don't really know how to react and respond and might slip up and say the wrong things that can be offensive to all different groups of people. So um, just if any, I think it's important for all of us to promote diversity as much as we ca- can we are the new generation of people who are going to have our children everyone's going to grow up and we need to make sure that things are as inclusive as possible and celebrating our differences that is the biggest thing for me that is where our power is it's in what makes you different from others and the fact that you are growing your own community of and you are being so welcoming to absolutely everybody i just think is a beautiful thing so For the listeners who are tuning in, maybe are like maybe a white um older guy who's written a personal development book and they you know like um that's a bit of a joke, but for somebody who does fit into that, you know, almost like privileged category where yeah, things, you know, it's just they're they're the norm. What can you suggest? What can we do to promote diversity and inclusion in our own world and further that cause? Um, So I think
1: it's such a big question. But I think definitely learning from people who don't necessarily look the same as you who don't always have the same stories as you. And I know for me, like on my podcast that most of the guests, I would say like 80% of my guests are either black or a person of color in some aspect. And I think it's important that we're conscious that we're not creating echo chambers and you're like on social media you'll see the opinions of people reflected back at you who have the same opinions as you and it just perpetuates that thing I think we have to be mindful about kind of breaking out of that and shifting that is something that doesn't happen naturally it's something that you have to make a conscious effort to do whether that is sharing someone's posts whether that is investing in someone's products services whatever it is it or you know it doesn't have to be a big action it just has to be knowing how you're going to make commitments to yourself. And definitely there's so many amazing literature. Um, There's a really great one by Rennie Edo-Lodge, which is called uh, Why I'm No Longer Talking to White People About Race and uh, such a brilliant read and um, one that can be really, really powerful in helping you to shift your perspective and just expand your mind a little bit. Like I got so much out of it and I'm black, so (laughs) I can only imagine for someone else as well.
0: What what are the main concepts that she covers in the book?
1: So it talks a lot about racism in Britain, which was something that was really eye opening for me because it was the first time that drew my attention to, oh, wait, all the things that I did learn about in school was racism in America. And it made it kind of seem like an othered problem. Um, That was just really, that was really huge. And then just like how some of the terms that we use as offensive terms, how they came to be and, you know even recent um this was before actually all of the black lives matter movement that i had read it but it just is rings even more true now about brutality and things as happened in um in the uk and how the uk did have and does still have a lot of issues of its own but it's something that isn't really talked about from a young age so it's something that people then have to make a conscious effort to not just be not racist but also to be anti racist
0: yeah definitely and I think we all need to actually accept responsibility that we don't stand back, that we actually do promote everyone and everything. And you know what I love so much about you, Thea? You you totally share my view that you don't want to be surrounded by everyone who's got the same viewpoint. You don't want to sit there and just go, OK, yeah, let's all chat about what we love. And no, you want to broaden your horizons. You, that person who's commenting in your Facebook group, you know, they they're, seeing it basically as a scam and all the rest of it and they don't frame it in that way about manifestation and things but you were like yeah you're welcome to that and you actually said if you feel good about sharing that if that makes you feel good then do it there's so many people out there who are like oh I can't listen to them because they swear too much I can't you know well okay then take yourself off their platform if you really want to but actually maybe it'd be better to just work out why that's triggering you so much in, <laughs> in the first place and can you maybe listen a bit more and work out what what in what it is within you that's really causing you and holding you back i mean don't get me wrong i am triggered by things at some points in time as well it happens for everyone But then in that case, you have to go, what is it that's really getting to me and really annoying me? Because this is holding me back in my life.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's such an important point. And, uh, you know, I am definitely still triggered also by it's like having that self discernment to be like, hmm, okay, like what's really going on here and having those conversations with yourself.
0: People also think like, oh, you know, I have to go through and do. Yeah, okay. so there's a lot of people going through a process at the moment of healing and trying to use this time where they've been in lockdown and trying to do a lot of professional, well, personal development, personal development work, actually, to kind of heal any of their past traumas and things. And it's almost like they're expecting this avalanche to suddenly just hit them and, okay, we deal with it. And then that's it. And we're liberated. That's not the way that things happen. You can heal all of these things by taking small steps out with your comfort zone. That's what it's all about. It's like those triggers that you have, move towards them just slightly and eventually you'll pass through them, but that's just the way that life is and that's how we learn. Um, Now, I just want to move on to ask, why do you think that owning who we are and our true self is so important in connecting with our purpose and achieving ambitions? Because that's something that you were speaking about when you're live, owning who you are.
1: I think it's huge. And, you know, I think especially when you're on the online space, it can be very easy to look at other people and to see that highlight wheel and to put people on pedestals and think like everyone else is like so amazing. But when you actually take the time to acknowledge yourself and what you have achieved and what you have accomplished in this my level my in this life and what you're gonna go on to do. It's honestly like quite astounding and I think owning your truth, owning your authentic self is incredibly important because so long as you are looking to other people for either validation that you're doing the right thing or confirmation that you're doing the wrong thing, you know, you're always giving your power away for so long as you're blaming other people, you're actually depriving yourself of a gift of power, of a lesson of so much transformation. And... It can be a scary decision, (laughs) stepping into your authentic truth fully, what that looks like for you, it can be a scary decision and I'm not saying that it's necessarily easy, especially if for so long you felt like you needed to hide pieces away of you or you need to shrink yourself to be palatable for other people, but the goalpost is going to continue to move for as long as you feel like you need to shift and adapt for other people like it's never going to be enough and you're never going to feel like enough either so the only way to feel enough the only way to feel truly worthy and deserving of all the things that you want to create of the person that you want to be is to set your own standards of what that looks like
0: Yeah, that's so true, isn't it? It's like almost when you're not, when you're, you'll never give enough of what you're not to others, you know, there will never be a point where it's ever enough. So it's about being yourself and realizing that that's what you're here to do. You're here to just lean into yourself and share your gifts. And actually, sometimes it's all in our mind that people might react in a certain way. Maybe they actually won't. Maybe they'll really warm to you. And when you start to be yourself, as I always say, and you just tap into who you really are and not what you think people want to hear you'll find that you attract the most amazing people toward you who are just listening to you who' are like yes this is this is who I want to be around and do you want those connections or do you want someone who's just gonna you know you're you're, you're only gonna be um, appreciated for who you're you're not you know so it's so important to be yourself and just lean into you and there's so many ways that you can do that now what is the biggest piece of advice that you can give Fia, if you if you know, if someone's listening in, they're thinking about this at Empire of Assets, we're all about assisting people, empowering them to pursue their purpose, to realize what that is um, in their lives and achieve fulfillment. So what if they're sitting thinking, okay, I know I've got something within me, something so important that I need to share. I may not even know exactly what it is, but I need to get there and work it out. But I'm just scared. I don't know what's the first step. And I just can't seem to pluck up the courage to do the work so what would you suggest do
1: something today and just do something like no matter how small it is whether writing a list of actions you could take whether reaching out to someone who you think might be able to propel you forward because you can sit and think about it for as long as possible you can listen to as many podcast episodes and feel like you're actually doing the work but the work doesn't really start until you're taking action on what you're hearing this i always like to say you know i read 52 books last year and it was really important to me that at the same time as I was reading these books, I was taking notes on these books because I'm like, well, data with without um, actually doing something with that information that I could easily just forget about that come another month so it's really important to do something with what you're taking in otherwise it's just it's just data make it into information do something with it it doesn't have to be overnight I'm going to start the business of my dreams but it's just like okay I'm going to take a step today and what you're going to do there is you're going to prove to yourself that you are capable of doing what it takes you're going to the way that you build your confidence is by keeping promises to yourself so it might start by making little promises like I'm going to reach out to three people today who I think are doing the job I want to do and maybe hear a little bit more from them. Or I'm going to find a podcast that I'm going to listen to religiously that's going to help me move forward. I'm going to journal every day for a week. You know, making that promise to yourself allows you to build your confidence. And ultimately, over time, like imagine if you did like a small action every day for a month, you would be a completely different person at the end of the month. And not only taking those actions, but also acknowledging yourself and celebrating yourself for taking those actions would be so incredibly powerful.
0: Yeah, totally, and it's it's about surrounding yourself with the right people as well. If you if you've got some hesitation there, and you've got this kind of like pool and it's like okay resistance is there you need to start asking yourself why and it's generally because we feel like we're being judged by other people so if you can move yourself into a situation as well where people are going to support you where they're going to be you know they're in the same boat as you um then that really really can help as well I loved what you said about micro actions I'm all about that it's not about um giving your all and then the next day you just burn out and blow up it's like Mm. those tiny little actions that you take every day compound to make big amazing things in life it's the same with anything it's the same with um going to pursue a dream role in a dream company you need to do the micro actions to get there it's like if you're looking to shift and um release some body weight maybe it's just about the micro actions and it happens over a long time it's about if you want to go from being somebody who's lacking in confidence to someone who really is shining bright and just knows themselves it just takes that daily action and it always starts I think from having an amazing strong morning routine and if you are listening in today to the podcast and you're wondering where to start then take the the first step just head over to Empire of Assets you'll find so many free resources there Um, or even through our Instagram, you'll just click on the link on bio in the bio, and you'll find so many free resources there that can just help you to realize what are the first steps for you. There's loads of workbooks and worksheets and manifestation affirmation guides there and things. So things that you can do that are really helpful. Um, but I want to find out a bit more about you, Thea. so when you're not busy building your em- empire, what makes you light up? What do you love to do?
1: I love, you know, what's really funny, I was going to share with you, I love going to the gym. But truthfully, something that I've shared really recently, (laughs) that people are a bit weird about by like, you know, my morning routine, I'm journaling, I'm meditating, but my nighttime routine, I'm literally putting a red filter in my computer and um, watching ASMR videos of someone washing someone's hair. Like I just find that so relaxing. And also really? like TikTok videos, like I love that. Like I think it's so important to unwind. And I know a lot of people will be like, oh if you want to develop personally you can never watch TV again. I don't believe that. I feel like it's really important to unwind and have fun. And for me that's one of the ways I do that. And the other thing is um recently I started going to this dance class which was so fun. Like I always like I feel most my authentic self when i'm dancing or i'm having movement or i'm just like singing to myself in the shower so doing things that are fun is also personal development like developing your person isn't only like the hard work or the shifting work it's also like how can i do things that make me feel really good to ultimately enjoy life to the fullest
0: Yes, because that promotes happiness, positivity, it boosts your immune system, allows you to go forward in life in a positive way. So I love that. And what you're saying about movement and music, that's something that I have a young daughter, she's just coming up for two. And honestly, I'm just trying to get her to move and dance and sing and just celebrate everything that makes her her. And she just loves it. You know, She loves to just dance and sing and for me to pick her up. And it's like, I don't want her to feel like she has to hide away in any sense. She just does what she feels. And I just love to see her running around and doing that. And so as we grow up, often it's like, oh, you know, we would get funny looks for doing certain things, but you know what? Like those people aren't your tribe. <laughs> so i um, it was so good to hear about how you chill out and the fact that just relaxing is so important to you as well. I totally, totally believe that you have to enjoy life. It's not going to be a constant struggle and battle. Yet sometimes you need to work hard and certain phases in your life and times in the day, but recharging and relaxing is so good for your body um so if you're where can people find you online they've listened in today they've loved our conversation and want to find out all about you where do they go
1: so mainly, you can find me over on Instagram, which is Afia Salter underscore. You can also check out my podcast, the Manifest Edit Podcast, and I also have a free seven day virtual retreat to help women stop playing more confidently manifest their desires, live their extraordinary life. So I will leave the link for that for the show notes as well.
0: Perfect. Oh, that sounds awesome. So what, what, like, what do they, do, what do you do during the virtual retreat? Is it just like connecting? Back so. Again?
1: In the retreat we'll go, be going through my five step framework for effortless Manifestation and we'll also be going into the mindset of have, creating an extraordinary life and also the final day is around the art of having it all, how can I receive, how can I really surrender to allowing all the things that I want to have in my life so yeah it's about like incorporating manifestation in your day to day and also really aligning with your higher self and your values and vision for the future.
0: Wow, that sounds amazing. And it's obviously absolutely free. So, wow, what do you have to lose? You, you need to go and check that out. And um, I will put that in the show notes for sure. That sounds absolutely beautiful. Um, So, yeah, thank you so, so much for joining me today. It has been a pleasure to speak with you. And I hope that we get to connect soon again in the future. To everybody who's listening, don't forget to check out Ifia on using the show notes all the links that i'll put there and again don't forget to follow us at empire of assets on instagram for loads of things daily lives um you'll, you'll find loads of stuff there and obviously lots of links in the bio as well so have a lovely day everyone who's listening and if you thank you again for joining me
1: thank you speak soon